Hello, welcome back to My Name is Sherman, His Name is Sherman. We are somehow, some way, on our 23rd episode, so thanks for joining us so far, or for the first time, or somewhere in between. As you know, or again, may not know, this is a podcast by Shermans, for Shermans, but also for everyone else. I am back in L.A. My dad is in Chicago on this August 27th, Friday. Uh, It's 10.56 a.m. Pacific. Uh, And just a quick reminder of how this show operates. We have a general theme or general topic. One of us picks. We alternate every episode and uh, discuss that and go from there and see where it takes us. So... Dad, it is your turn to lead off with the topic, so please take it away. Great. Hi, Sherman, and friends, loyal listeners. Again, thanks for joining us. Observationally, a couple weeks ago in the Chicago, in Chicago, in the Chicago land area, uh, there, there were significant uh, losses uh, involving uh, murders in, in the streets uh, and on the roads. Uh, probably the, 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 the one that led the news was the um, murder of um, Chicago police woman Ella French, uh, and one of her partners was severely wounded as well. Um, this from a uh, otherwise seemingly routine uh, traffic stop. Uh, she was shot in the head once, killed. Um, and then, again, in and around this time frame, two sisters, ages six and seven, both shot. One survived, one died. And then a 70-year-old retired school teacher, beloved, was shot and killed while driving on one of the local expressways, highways. And that, uh, that just took me, uh, my my heart and soul and um, mind to a song, um, as it often does, right? We've talked about it over the past year, how, how, our, how our music uh, are, we, we gain so much from, uh, you know, just pure enjoyment, um, reflection, um, melancholy, all, all kinds of, all kinds of, uh, emotions. And so this, this song is uh, entitled Wake Up Everybody. Uh, song written and sung by uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. The opening lyric, uh, wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed, no more backward thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There is so much hatred, war, and poverty. 
1975. 1975. Here we are today. And I think, Sherman, this, this, this mirrors what we were talking about approximately a year ago. And some of the songs, one of the songs that, that came up. Um, and there's another song maybe in the last six months. I believe that one was Sly and the Family Stone, Everyday People. So you know, the, this, just one other quick reference to a lyric is um, wake up everybody, teach a new way. Maybe then they'll listen to what you have to say. So, what, what can we do? What can you do? What can I do? What can our communities do? Well, I think from the song, and um, certainly encourage each of you, um, as many of you, to, to pull this song up again. Wake Up Everybody by Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. It's about seven minutes. And uh, take it in. Um, because you know, there, there, is, there is so much goodness out there in our, in our local communities and beyond. But at times it feels like it's, it's getting tested maybe even nearly crushed uh, by these act, acts of violence and this um, wickedness. Uh, but but this, the, the song actually, I think it's less of a plea and more of an admonishment um, to take action um, and, and also to change certain behaviors. So... We can, we can do that. Um, we can do that, and and perhaps the, the the worst outcome would be to to take no action. And it it was uh, the Polish priest Maximilian Kolbe who was put in uh, a prisoner at um, Auschwitz. And um, as he was helping to protect um, the, the, the Jews that were being, um, uh, you know, sought after uh, to, be, to be taken in. Um, and so he himself got brought into Auschwitz and volunteered to step in for a, another prisoner whom he did not know and said, take me, take my life, spare his. And that's what happened. And he is attributed, one of the things attributable to him in terms of his perspective is the most deadly poison of our times is indifference. I, I challenge myself, I challenge you, 
I challenge each of us to take on that indifference, to go the other direction, to, to care, to, to think, to act for others. And um, as the song said, and then the world will be a better place. Now, kind of to come uh, back to our first, uh, as uh, you touched on, Dad, episodes we had about a year ago, uh, I'm not going to add much to your uh, your sermons, a.k.a. Sherman's, um, because you're just, you know, you're a better guy and you're better at them than I am. Um, so take that uh, roughly seven and a half minutes in, everyone, both the Sherman and the song. Uh, we'll link to it in uh, our episode description, and uh, and I'll contemplate what you can do individually, um, and hopefully that'll work its way upward. Um, because as we discussed in St. Louis recently, Dad, you know, it's uh, I mean, well, we discussed it, and it was, you know, I was more. Um, I think it's you know. The United States takes a very top-down approach as opposed to bottom-up um, in society building, and that's you know it's not how you build anything. I mean, the core you know concept for building anything is creating a strong foundation, and uh, we don't seem to do that here. And that uh, you know nothing trickles down, but things can work their way up, um, and so you know. I think if that aspect, those people in society are treated better, then that'll you know work its way upward. Um, I think we have plenty of uh, historical data that the inverse does not work, and that is uh, all I will you know, say about that. But uh, you know, thank you for your uh, your thoughts on that and. Uh, I guess an interesting and potentially pedantic uh, tidbit on the song is that Harold Melvin didn't sing it. It was Teddy Pendergrass doing the vocals. Uh, I found that out in my research about it. Um, So, And I was surprised to see that Teddy Pendergrass sang all the vocals. I thought it was maybe a feature or something, but he did it all. Right, so he he was, that's a great call. So he he was a blue note. Well, was he, he was he wasn't Harold, so he must. Well, right, yeah, I'm, I'm so I found out because it said uh, just on Spotify, you know, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes featuring Teddy Pendergrass. So I, I uh, think, I think Teddy suffered a crippling injury while on stage uh, later in his career. I, I like one of those. Whether it was a rehearsal or a live uh, a performance, uh, something from up above on the stage came loose and fell down on him, and I, th- I, I think it might have paralyzed him. Uh, you are partially correct. Um, That's how I pretty much get yeah, through life. Partially. Correct. Um, yeah, if there was a half jeopardy, a jeopardy, we'd be well on our way. Days. 
Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, it says he was in a car crash and then he suffered a spinal cord injury, leaving him uh, paralyzed from the chest down. Um, so. Uh, so I yeah. kind of made up the first half. <laughs> you did. Well, I mean, yes, uh, something did come down from above and that was his car. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he, you were, you know, you had the right spirit. Maybe that's maybe that's uh, one of my reoccurring dreams or, or nightmares that, I, yeah, I'm on stage and, and the big sandbags are going to come down and hit me in the toe. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if if that is your big nightmare, getting a potentially broken toe, <laughs> eh, it's a pretty it's a pretty good deal. Um, uh, the only. Um, I mean, I didn't have much to think or to mention simply because my brain function is at low capacity due to recent travels. Mm. Uh, But I have found funny, or I did find funny, and I've told a few people. uh, I recently was at the doctor's, and I'm comfortable saying this because none of the the diagnosis wasn't true. and uh, this may be a little graphic, but, you know, such is life. Uh, I was at the doctor's, was at a hematologist's, and I'm fine, everyone, so don't worry. You can know that going into the story. I was at a hematologist. She's very nice, but her first, I had never met her. Her first statement to me was, or not statement, her question was, so you're here due to your recent testicular cancer diagnosis. And, uh, folks, I was not, and I was there due to blood in my right knee. And so once my spirit, she, I mean, she saw my spirit leave my body and my eyes bulge out of my head. So she frantically looked at her computer and apologized profusely and said, I'm sorry, you have a very similar name, uh, to another patient of mine, which we may need to get that guy out. Sherwin Williams. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Her, you know, Roman Senolds, I don't know. Um, and then you know, I thought we thought, you know, okay, well, that's a wild start. What could possibly get weirder from there? Her next question was, um, are you circumcised? And I thought, what are we yeah, doing? Every here? day I go out for a uh, <laughs> <laughs> And I said, uh, to my knowledge, yes. And then got even weirder. And these things tend to happen to me. Just that's what it feels like. Their next question was, "Did you bleed a lot?" And I said, "I got to be honest. I really don't remember." Um, and you know, I said, I, "I think my mom would have mentioned that in the last thirty years." Um, and she was asking these questions because, uh, uh, you know, they were wondering if I potentially was a hemophiliac. Uh, I am not, but apparently that is how it. You know. You can quickly kind of tell in boys if uh, that happens when they're circumcised. Hmm. So that was the, how that is, went. Is, uh, is it yeah, possible that you okay. were seeing an OB? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of confusion. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, no blood disorders for me, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, that that was my you know day a couple of weeks ago. Um do you have anything else on your mind that you would like to share, Dan? Yeah, just on uh, on follow up uh, in terms of travel. So I would, I uh, 
had some air travel earlier this week, just a day trip, and um, it just noted as we were getting onto the plane and um, heading towards our, our, our seats, and the uh, uh, flight attendant comes on and says, uh, we have an extremely full flight, so I'm going to have to ask for your cooperation. And fair enough. But we did have then an hour delay just sitting there, and his, his uh, kind of statement or directive came back to me. I'm like, so what happens if it's not? Well, a couple things. I didn't know full, there were degrees of, of full, right? Either, either you're full or it's not full. But apparently you can, you, you can be extremely full. And so the flight was extremely full. Um, and, but if it's not extremely full or even full, then do, is our cooperation required? That just, that's what I was thinking up about on the tarmac so well we may have just discovered why airlines constantly over book or oversell their flights because they need to guarantee to themselves the cooperation of the public because if they don't overbook and people don't show up and it's not extremely full anarchy mm -hmm. prisoners are running the was it prisoners are running the yeah, asylum cats and dogs inmates are running the asylum playing yeah. together yeah. Um, so, that's our that's our observational humor for the episode. Um, I have uh, nothing else to add. Do you? Do, do have we have we signed off on our on our new sponsor? Uh, yes. So we have a new sponsor, uh, Gray State. Um, it's a female founded, female led, female centric sustainable clothing brand i believe fully headquartered and operated in new york city uh, it's great check it out that is gray with an e not an a the a is the typical american spelling the e is mostly found in other english-speaking countries that has nothing to do with the brand that's just something i know because i just know it and uh so gray state great company and uh and another clothing company, Loopwear, mm -hmm. Chicago founded, Chicago based, and then mm, 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 Quiznos. Obviously, you all knew that was coming. And lastly, I'll save the la for last. Now I typically do it first. I think Dojos, and I'm saving for last because I saw the founder. I, I mentioned on the last episode I was going to see him. I saw him, saw his food truck. And his whole operation got some merch for yeah. both of us. I'm actually wearing the shirt right now. Great stuff, Joe. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And uh, the logo is fantastic. Um, and his food truck is incredible. Uh, it's, all, it's all very cool. Very uh, proud to call him my friend. And so I saw that. And then the following weekend, this past weekend, uh, we uh, celebrated his upcoming marriage by way of having a bachelor party, just a bunch of guys being dudes. It was a classic time, and uh, you know, if uh, the wedding is half as fun, 
then it'll be a great time and I'll potentially end up in a hospital. So really looking forward to that. And uh, shout out to Joe and Dojos in general. And that wraps up episode 23 our Michael Jordan episode, which is appropriate because the Bulls finally traded Laurie Market in. Oh. I'm just going to give you that little oh. fact okay. at the end. So there you go, folks. Enjoy your weekends. Talk Thank to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.